Hiya, welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. Well, we'll start um, We'll start with Weather Watch, shall we? Because it's... it's I, mean, I would be interested to know whether Weather Watch grates on people or not. I, it's only been... You seem to really like it. I like it. it, but it's only been four weeks. This is like the third podcast. I've not done it for ages and ages. Okay, but maybe we need some feedback on whether people like Weather Watch yeah, or okay, not. We'll, see. well, I like Weather Watch. It's, um, it was raining all day yesterday, mm-hmm. but today I look out and there's blue sky. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's gorgeous. But I went I I drove to meet a friend today and um noticed that the river had burst its banks. What? Uh, the I fields were completely and totally flooded and they wow. looked like a lake. So that was interesting. And still there's a hosepipe ban. Yeah. There still we go. there is. Um so that's where the watch I think maybe um I for the sake of twenty seconds it's worth talking about the weather. Maybe. Everyone okay. does. You're not impressed, but anyway. So what are we gonna talk about this week? Today we're going to talk about listening. Listening. Why are we going to talk about listening? Why is that coming to your head? I've been having some interesting conversations with people about listening, and also I've had um, I've had different experiences with people. So there's some people I've spent time with who have um, very intentionally listened to me. Okay. They've they've heard, they've asked they've asked me a question. They've listened to my answer then they've maybe reflected or said something well back about my like answer the three, which the three qualities of listening absolutely it? the holy trinity of <laughs> listening there whereas i've also had some experience with uh, people i've tried to spend time with um where all they did was talk yeah. and um if i said anything that was going on with me it was instantly brought back around to what was happening mm-hmm. with them now the the people that i've spent time with are actually you know they're all um they're all lovely uh, fantastic to be with Christian people, um, but some people really don't. They don't mm. listen, and then you know they even maybe make jokes about how much they talk, but they don't then try and change that mm. and and listen. And I'm just aware that when I spend time with people who who only talk, how I I come away feeling maybe kind of um, less than validated. Mm. I feel. Um, like I haven't, I haven't been able to share. There's been a conversation, yeah, but okay. I haven't been able to share in it. Okay. And um, and then conversely, when I've spent time with people who do listen to me, who ask, you know, who ask questions yeah. about me, and then listen to the answers that I give, um, I come away feeling really cared about and loved, and like I've um not just been an observer or spectator in the time together, but I've really participated in that conversation and that feels amazing so i guess the let's start with ourselves are we good listeners well that's interesting now at which point you look (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious so i've got i've got a track record with listening i think yeah so i the, the the job that i do i end up listening to a lot of people um i even went on a listening course um Mm -hmm. and i thought i was doing really well listening uh, for my job but i'd come back home and would just not listen to anything you were saying i think you just shut off eyes would glaze over (laughs) and you would sometimes uh, respond inappropriately in terms of the answers (laughs) that just revealed how 
you weren't listening. Um, but um, yeah, you've really worked on that actually. And but that was the thing, it, you know. And I, I, I remember because I've just, you know, I've been meeting after meeting. I've spoken to people. I've mm. listened to different, so, you know, different pastoral situations, and I'd come home and it'd be like, oh, okay, I, yeah, it's just all a bit much, and. Um, yeah, and we were And that's that. understandable. It's understandable that you didn't want to listen at the end of long day. Unfortunately, especially at the time of being a stay-at-home mum, that meant I hadn't seen anybody all day to listen to me, and I was desperate for somebody <laughs> to listen to me, just as you were desperate for everybody to shut up. So that, those two things came to clash, didn't they? And um, we worked through that. I think we listen well. Although I have to pull you up on the fact that I tell you what I'm doing my in my day, and then like 30 seconds later you said, what are you doing again? Where you going? Yeah, I know I do go to a lot of different places, so it's hard to keep up with me. But you and, and as far as recording information goes, I'm pretty atrocious. If you told me how you were feeling, ah, okay. I would have carried that with me for the rest of the day. So if I said how I was feeling about my diary and interwove into all the things that I was if doing. If you said you had a meeting that day and you were really worried about it, ah, okay. then I wouldn't forget that you had that meeting. If you just happened to say you were meeting so and so person X and person Y, then I will I will struggle I will struggle to recall that information. So would you say you're a good listener? Yes, I would say I'm a good listener. Okay. I think overall when I think I ask questions of people and I am able to allow them time to speak and be mm, able to okay. reflect on what they speak and I think I do that quite naturally. I didn't however always do that. Okay. I grew up in a family that very much likes to kind of just chatter over the top of each other there's always been a a joke about um, what was it what was it granda said um that well, I, when i came uh, i was there first and your granda was just like because i wouldn't talk around yeah. the dinner table just because there's there so many people so much talking. Else going on and he was just basically just told me just to shout um and you'd get you'd yeah get your you couldn't yeah you so you i think he said you don't wait for somebody to finish talking <laughs> in this house you just, you just shout talk. and that was kind of the thing wasn't it um, and that, that very much was the thing and there was no way that I was going to do that so i would just sit there quietly quietly because um, i wasn't going to shout over your mum. whereas or... i i was used to that i grew up <laughs> shouting to be heard so i didn't wait for anybody to ask me what was going on with my day i would just shout that's what's going to happen so you know then i i moved away from my family and found it quite an interesting experience (laughs) the fact that people um, didn't just talk over the top of each other um so that's yeah that's probably where i grew up another response to that is i guess with our kids around the dinner table um we do we allow them to talk you know and just so we ask about what's what's gone on in your day and then they'll share something and then Everyone gets a turn to be listened to and heard. Well, yes. Again, we I'd say we do that now, and I feel like we do that reasonably well. Um, there was the time when Sam developed um, a stutter, and we had to go to the doctors to talk about why Sam had developed a stutter, and it prevailed that Sam um, was so used to everybody jumping in before him as he tried to speak that he ended up stuttering because he had to try so hard to get a a word out in time and particularly between between you and toby um he just never he never got time to speak so he'd speak fine without a stutter when it was just me and him and then once a normal conversation but once we were all together as a family and sam bless him couldn't get a word in and we had to we had to intentionally listen to yeah, Sam, I even though he that. was, yeah, you know, okay. about two years was old or something. Ampton? That was, uh, no, yeah, that was yeah, back in Amptill. So. 
Yeah, okay. So there's some, yeah, and we've learned from that, I guess, and tried to, um, because we value it. I think we learn from it because we value wanting to hear on, hear from people and then reflect back. And that I think that is something we've, mm. you know, we kind of value um, importantly. And I think um, the, the reality around us is that there's a lot of people talking but not many listening. Mm. And I think when you, it's like when you become aware of something, you know, you just kind of, you see it around you. So I, I, you know, and I think we both do that. We see people not being listened to. We see people not able to listen and see people, you know, trying to get something from someone else in a conversation. Mm. They want to be heard. Um, and some of it's like a bit of a vow or something. You know, you're kind of, you're just kind of all this information coming. Someone talks to you and you want to just blurt it all out and get everything out. Mm. Um, but if you don't get any response, if it is just, if you are just, projecting that out and never kind of it being reflected back because listening isn't just a I've got to hear you no it's a, I've heard you and I've I'm going to reflect back on what you've said and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and listen and learn through what you've said yeah absolutely but I think there's so much go there's so much noise yeah around us um and what happens then is everyone gets louder and louder and louder to try and get themselves. And I think it's a real catch 22 situation. So you need to be listened to. Yeah. um, But you've never been listened to. So you are used to just, you know, talking. Um, So you talk, but the other people around you also have, are not used to getting listened to. So they just talk. So everybody's talking and nobody's listening. And even though, um, so you may not have been listened to in your life, but it's got to take, it's got to take some people to start listening mm-hmm. to get out of that catch twenty two situation. And I wonder how much social media lean, leans into this. Just you, you just kind of project out a thought, mm. or uh, you put it in a video, you put it out there. It's not a conversational thing, you know. Even the kind of you know, whatever happens on Twitter where it looks like it could be a conversation, but really it's just a lot of people declaring something, mm. not really listening to someone else. So this kind of online conversation, it's very hard to listen to someone online because you just end up yeah. saying something, someone else says something back. It's not a conversation. Yeah, it's a um, series of projections. Yes, so you're not learning. A gra- and so one one thing I've, I've reflected on to... So even someone who thinks differently to me or is... Uh, it's kind of, you know, yeah, things come from a different perspective. Mm. If you, uh, and you see that expressed in church life, sometimes things just, you know, kind of explode out and people are quite, you know, sharp about things and things come up. But you go and walk with someone or you sit around a table with mm. them uh, and you hear something of their story, hear where they've come from, learn a bit why they might have responded to that circumstance in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very different to a very aggressive, you know, you've not met my needs, you've not done this, you've not done that, mm-hmm. you know, to actually sit with someone and learn, that's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't tend to do that. We just have these kind of flashpoints of, you know, sort of relationships, flashpoints of conversations without, because there's so many people, if you think about mm-hmm. how many people we interact with. Um, but what are the people that you know really well? Um, they're people you've listened to around the table, you've had dinner with. And yeah. You know, gone through the ups and downs of life. And it is just such a lovely experience being listened to uh, when you know i think almost i am um, i assume i'm not going to be listened to so i tend to give a soundbite people answer me 
sometimes people ask me something or talk to me about something and I give a very quick answer expecting to get you know quickly talked over Um, and then some people wait and they want you to speak more and and that's Mm. you know that's really refreshing when you get somebody actually curious and interested and um i just i had that um experience this morning just of Mm. being listened to and um it makes me really wonder like what would what would church be like if we all started listening to each other if we stopped projecting and we started listening so there's i guess there's that you know the reality around it is that there's a lot a lot of information a lot of noise um, we've been going through James, uh, looking at James, and you reflected on one of the passages from James. I'm going to let you find it um, from chapter one. Um, and just trying to think, well, if this is the world out there or this is the world that we inhabit, um, what does scripture say about, um, I guess, how we should value uh, and hear from each other? You're struggling to find it. Um, maybe it's a well, I had it. I had it um, well, out there. Where do you get your phone? And then... Um Ah, no, I found, uh, it. found it. Yay, right. And now I thought it was verse 9, but it's not. It's verse 19. And it says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, mm. slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah, okay. And, you know, I, I, I kind of... I say that... Um, Overall, I'd say I'm a good listener, but actually, you know, how often am I quick to speak? How often am I mm. quick to get in there with speech, but perhaps slow um, to really take that moment to uh, listen to the person that's come up to chat with me? Just um, even just thinking about um, after church on a Sunday, yeah, okay. you know, how, you know, how often am I um, quick to listen? Am I mm. quick to listen? Because that, that you can get into a habit, can't you, of just not listening and just talking? I mean, it, it is really interesting, it can, you know, because that's a, you know, it's the whole thing, isn't it? You've got two ears and one mouth. You know, mm. kind of think back to those kind of little pithy things that people talk about. You know, there is this, you know, that it's so easy to talk. Yeah. And really, and and probably you know it takes some effort to listen. Mm. You know, it doesn't take a lot of effort just to talk about something you're bothered about or cross about or something even you're passionate about mm. um but takes quite a bit of effort to stop and give that other person your attention and hear what they've said um i think yeah and that's that's a challenge isn't it okay. and i think even you know thinking of after church on a sunday um how we we are maybe um, we might be b- both slow to speak and slow to listen. Okay. And actually we're ready to, to dash off mm-hmm. at the end of church or only spend time with a certain group of people that we always spend time with. Maybe we need to widen our listening. Maybe we need to be listening to people that we don't usually yeah, yeah. spend time with. Because, you know, there's different sorts of church is quite a challenge, you know, because there's lots going on. There's people all over the place. You it can be quite hard to have a deep conversation you know, it tends to be more superficial stuff um, rather than kind of deep things around coffee after church. Um, but it is probably one of the times that everyone does get a chance yeah. to talk and share. Um, so I guess how do we do that better considering that, you know, it's not a perfect opportunity, but it is an opportunity. It is an opportunity. It is a time um, where you can listen. Um, it's also a time when you can pray. And that yeah. yes, it's a bit hectic and mad, 
but there is still that opportunity to be able to share how you're feeling and hopefully somebody's given you that opportunity been given the opportunity to share you've been you've you've shared how you're feeling you shared what's going on in your life and then there's the potential you know if we're after church christians together we can pray Mm -hmm. for each other but it kind of has to lead somewhere doesn't it so i think that's and one of this kind of picks up on probably how we um how we welcome each other how we get to know each other a little mm. bit better in church life because you can't have even if you had a deep meaningful conversation someone shared something you can't then say okay see you later have a good week yeah it leads you to a oh you've shared that oh do you know what why don't we meet up this week and yeah we'll talk about it again and that's that's me that's me i was risking doing that mm. and saying oh do you mind if i give you a call you know just to check out yeah just know. following up with a whatsapp yeah. even it's and that's showing that's, that, that you've cared but that's an intentional culture of saying that a, we're going to share and we're going to listen. B, we're going to follow up and care enough yeah. to follow up. So if someone's been, hum, you know, sort of willing to share something and you've been able to listen, um, it can't just stop there. It requires some depth, you mm. know, and go a little bit deeper with it. I mean, one of the things, so where, where have we got to know people best? Well, it's life groups, isn't it? Home groups. Mm. That's where, you know, we've journeyed with people for a number of years and then you can you can listen because someone talks and shares over a long period of time going on a journey with them um and you've got context so you know when something happens mm-hmm. you know that person so you know that that's going to affect them in certain ways um and you can't do that just with chit chat no you have to you have to intentionally speak mm. so you have to choose to speak when when spoken to and you have to choose to listen. Um, yes. You you cannot. Well, it's interestingly you cannot do um, just one or the other. Um, you you can't be somebody who speaks all the time, who never no. listens. On the other hand, actually, if you're a person who never speaks, who only listens, yeah, okay. that can have the same one-sided effect that that the other people around them think, oh, we don't know anything about them. Mm. Um, I, I'm always the one doing the sharing and they're doing the listening. It feels one-sided. So um, we're talking today about listening, mm. but I still think that comes, it's a, a back and forth. You have to um, listen, but you also have to speak. So I guess one of my, so you know, I, church on so now i talk to a lot of different people it tends to be really superficial if people ask me how i'm doing my general answer is i'm okay from my point yeah of view, it okay tends to be quite superficial so, from so my it's not superficial in how no, you're listening no, to no, others no, no, but sorry. it's superficial in how you're and yeah. no so my so what people will get from me is a very yeah i'm okay thank you the boys are well yeah you know i'm okay because i and that a, doesn't matter if you've had a terrible week you'd still answer probably yes fairly superficially yes uh, and I'm trying to hear from other people rather than just yeah. talk about myself. So I want to actively hear mm. from other people. But maybe sometimes that creates a bit of a barrier as well. If all I'm talking, if all I'm yeah. ever saying is, oh, yes, everything's fine. Um, how is that going to? Because just because you're the pastor, I don't see that you should be in any way separate for what other people should experience in a church. You you need to experience church just as much yes. as everybody else needs to experience church. And they need you to be their pastor for mm. sure. But they also need you to be a member of the church. Yeah. And that might mean saying, eh, you know, actually, had a tough week this week. 
<laughs> but I can't go around, you know, kind of pouring my heart out to everyone. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's that's true. That's <laughs> Just true. Just crying on everyone's shoulder. No. Um, but yeah, I guess how am I? How can I model it? How can I model that good back and forth of sharing and listening, uh, and responding to that? And I, yeah, and I guess that's a that's so that's an interesting one for me to mm. take away. Um, how do we help people listen? You know, so what are the what are the skills that you know, you might need to be able to listen well. So what what do we what have we learned? So one thing I've yeah I, I so one of the challenges I think is knowing people's name, mm-hmm. and it's so you know with a large even in small, it takes time to get to know someone yeah. doesn't it? And, it's, and if you in that embarrassing situation you've spoken to someone a couple of times and you've forgotten the name I don't know what we do about that because the mm. name can be a real barrier because I've known in lots of social not just. When I used to play football at the school gates, it's the same, just takes mm-hmm. quite a while. And if you're not intentional about remembering someone's name, it can be, you know, it's a real barrier to even getting to a point of listening. Um, well, you put a stumbling block in there for me as I'm already kind of finding it um, really, really hard no. to know everybody's names. Um, I try and I listen, um, but trying to remember everybody's names um, at a large church is quite a yeah. challenge and that but but trying to you know making the effort yeah. to remember people's names is is really really important i think um i think the first thing is you you need, you need to be prepared to ask rather than mm-hmm. tell so rather than start with you know oh i've had terrible weakness all the things that happened to me maybe just stop and mm-hmm. ask that ask the other person how has your week been? Yeah, okay. And when they start to tell you, don't jump in with all the ways that your your yeah, week okay. has been, but but actively, intentionally listen mm, to okay. what that person say. And while you're listening, don't be thinking of how you're what you're about Which is to what say. What you do. So like, like here, I'm, we're just having this little chat, and I'm thinking about what I'm doing next, rather than actually listening to it. And we do that all the time, don't we? Yeah, so someone's talking, you know, sharing something, and all your head is doing is thinking, oh, yeah, that connects to me in that way. Oh, do you know what? I need to tell you about that. Yeah, which means you're not listening. No, you're not at all. So th- be um, aware of that happening. You might even note to yourself, oh, okay. oh, that's what I'm thinking just now. But you've got to bring it back, mm-hmm. mindfully bring it back to the person. What are they saying? What are they yeah, saying okay. right now? And take that in before you and you can allow a pause then you know you don't have to jump in straight away you can allow a pause and then jump in yeah and i guess one of the things when i went on this listening course um i can't remember most of this um were you listening i was was listening i left that one open for you (laughs) i was listening um but was the repeating back to someone in your response something that they've said you know so if you shared something with me i would say Oh yeah, it's interesting when you said that, you know, you know, and just that kind of your response, you know, by verbalizing it, you are, a, you're confirming yourself. You did hear what they've said, mm. um, and then the other person can hear what they've said back, and that's kind of they understand that you've actually heard what they've said, mm. um, rather than just agreeing and yes, oh yes, no, yes, yes. You know, there's, so there's active, and it is active listening, isn't it? Yeah, you, know, you actively have to do it, um, but the chat, you know, I guess. You know, looking around, what happens if if no one's been listened to? Everyone then comes into one building, yeah, and we're all there, kind of just desperate for people uh, to sure. hear us. You know, and that's I think some of the challenge, isn't it? Yes, they they say that with children. If you want children to listen, 
you need to listen to them. They need to have been listened to. And oftentimes we haven't been modeled throughout our lives, through our relationships and when we're young and when we're old of people listening to us. Mm -hmm. So we're not ready to listen to other people because we've just got so much we need to say and nobody's heard any of it. So we're all talking all the time and nobody's doing the listening. And I think that that means in church we really need to have people um, who can listen to start listening. If you are able to listen, if you've had opportunities in your life where people have listened to you or you've got good friends that are able to listen to you, then try to Mm. move away from transmitting and start intentionally listening yeah, okay and that's a you know it's a culture change isn't it it's a um trying to move away from this just comfort come together for sunday we get everything we need we chat to a few people and then we move away mm. um and, but it all you know that the listening i think the point is that we it has to go somewhere you know because when you learn mm. about something about someone when you've someone shared something you can't then just step away from that. You have to actively do something about it. Oh, I, I um, kind of disagree. I think um, I think you can just hold the listening. Okay. So you've you've heard something from somebody, and you and it, it says um, in the Gospels, Mary treasured these things in her heart. Oh, yeah, and so I think I think sometimes mm. with listening, um, somebody's imparted something to you, and you need to just hold that, look after it, take care of those those words but it leads to relationship there doesn't it It, it so probably when you come yes next week or yeah. you see that person next you can't just say oh hi there no fair enough so yeah. it, it does so there is an activity an action from it um you, know, you hope prayer would be part of that you know response as well and you know we're probably very quick to say oh well i'll pray about that mm. um and maybe not so quick to actually do it mm. um but yeah i so i i yeah you can treasure it up but if it doesn't you know Unless the unless there's a relationship development or you move on in that friendship with someone, mm. um, but then there's other times when there's people who just want to be listened to, and thank you very much, you know, and moves on. Which is know. interesting. Is things like the Samaritans do that. Yeah, they actively listen. But that doesn't go anywhere. There's no, no relationship there. They are there to listen, mm. which shows just how important listening is. Yeah, like okay. it is there to prevent people. Um, by ending their own life yeah. purely through the a means of listening. Mm. Just there. They are there to listen. And I really feel if we in churches stop talking and start mm. listening to each other, I think relationships will be just profoundly influenced. Not all at the same week. Oh, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> we, all, we all get there on Sunday everybody's <laughs> quiet nobody's gonna dare speak yeah. we don't we don't want that it yeah. doesn't listening doesn't mean <laughs> not speaking in some no. ways listening sometimes means yeah. starting yeah. to speak first because it's saying yeah. and maybe okay. going specifically you know you think you've got somebody on your heart you go and speak to them and say mm-hmm. hey you've been on my heart you know how are you doing yeah, okay. um and it's not leading that either so it's being open yeah, because people want to share what they're able to share. Yeah, and I, you know, I've known situations where someone's gone through a lot, but they're not willing to share that with other people. Yeah. Um, so there's a sensitivity, and it requires a maturity and a sensitivity, doesn't it, to do it well? And yeah. sometimes you get it wrong. Sometimes you go and say to somebody, oh, you know, yeah. how how are you doing? I've been a bit worried about you, and oh, I'm actually I'm absolutely fine. I've thanks. Week of my life. I've had a great week, and um, you know, then listen to that. Listen to the good week that they've had. And, and the. 
what, where, where does this lead us? It leads us to going a little bit deeper in our conversations and in our relationships. Uh, and I think that's one of the challenges of us when we're in community is that it becomes superficial uh, and not deep. And this listening is a way of moving to a deep. It's a very practical thing. You could do mm. it this Sunday. You can just go and you can just actively try and look around and see who's uh, maybe struggling or see who's by themselves and just go and listen to them. Mm. Um and hear something of what they're experiencing um, and that will change you mm-hmm. you know just like learning you know by sitting around a table with someone or going for a walk with someone you learn something about who they are and um, maybe that's also something is um bring about situations that encourage listening so you might find that yes after church on the sunday is busy it's hectic you've got your kids running around that's not maybe a time conducive to listening yeah. so find a time when you can sit together or go out for a walk or have a meal together. Mm-hmm. You know, find find times that bring about listening. There we go. Well, we'll leave that for the last word on the matter. Thank you for joining us in our little chat, our conversation. Thank and, you. And um, yeah, I'd encourage um, all of us to listen. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.